Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensaku, sensaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm John, your Game Master, for this lovely Sunday morning in which I have nothing but awake and attentive players with me right now. <laughs> what are we doing? And with me this morning is William. I am William, and I'm playing Fire and Altarian, Human Paladin of Ilmator. And Jeff. Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm playing Farbolt Chance, the Half-Elven Rogue. And Jeremy. Alright, I'm Jeremy, I'm playing Kinvalar Erasime, the Sun Elf uh, uh, Blade Singer. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Miracle, the Tiefling <coughs> Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> I caught it eventually. And when last we left our adventuring uh, companions, <clears throat> they had made their way to uh after after reaching at, let me get my thing correct after reaching everland and speaking with the harpers uh with the with the members of the harpers uh, organization in everland they were given access to a series of teleportation circles um upon receiving access to this they decided to shortcut some of their quest taking and uh teleported from everland to mirabar in order to travel south to Xantharl's Keep in the north uh, to find a bounty target. Upon arriving at Xantharl's Keep, they saw it besieged by frost by, by a frost giant and his hordes. Ducking inside with the caravan that they were uh, they had come into, they quickly tried to go find their dwarven target, um, whom they found uh, being besieged by bugbears, who had apparently snuck over the wall um, while the frost giant was distracting the, the town. They fought off the bugbears, captured the dwarf, and interrogated him, using uh, all of their background traits to uh, to acquire an interrogation room, find a look, find uh, somebody in town that had access to a library, go and research the library, and then uh, uh, perform to get themselves a room for the night, and also talk to uh, other uh, members of the Axe of Mirabar, in order to figure out what this dwarf had done, why he was wanted, uh, and what possibly his connection to the Frost Giants could be. Um... They didn't really find out much about that last part, but they did determine that the man that they had been trying sent to capture was a deserter of the Axe of Mirabar, um, and that's why he was wanted uh, for the amount of gold that he was wanted for. And so the next day, they hooked up with another caravan heading north, back to Mirabar, uh, and along the two-day route, 
back to Mirabar, they were am- they they came across a, a trio of lumbering hill giants whom they swiftly defeated. And that is where we pick back up with you guys having just defeated this trio of hill giants and sort of catching your breath after the fight. Uh, Kinvalar, uh, you've learned that lightning bolt kills things quick. I mean, I feel like we already learned that. <laughs> you've reinforced that lesson. Okay. So, somebody else should start, because I wasn't here last week, so I don't know exactly <laughs> yes. what to pick up uh, on. Um, we, we just got done. Uh, We're in a tavern, I think. Maybe. No. We're still in the caravan. I think we just got done. You just got done killing the, the hill giants. That the hill giants were. Yeah, you haven't even gone, you haven't even, like, looted their bodies yet. You had just killed the hill giants. Well, that was bracing there. <laughs> that wasn't exactly yeah. polite of them. Oh, I don't even remember where we were because we had the color <laughs> one. Shot. We were heading back with our hostage. I mean, it sounds like we have. It sounds so like we, we have bodies to loot. So I will do that. To the boat. main quest line. All right. So, all right. Looting bodies. Uh, let me let me pull up my loot uh, thing. Look, it's been two weeks. It's fine. Oh, everything. Has it been more than two weeks? Was I here? Was I here the last week? <laughs> <laughs> I ran last week. Oh my god! I was no, the I, one I, who I, wasn't here. I I, I ran the game. I ran the tutorial <laughs> shot last week. <laughs> was I here for the game? So before? any of your viewers we've gotten because of the Taldori one shot are like these people have no fucking idea what they're yes, doing. D and D folks. You um. <laughs> You, you, <laughs> you, um, you. Yes, you were here, William. Jeremy okay. wasn't here. Yes. So you loot the bodies. Uh, um, you find. Um, so they they each have a large bag, and you actually find that all of them, uh, each bag has six dragon scales in it. So you find, uh, you find, um, same color. Uh, no, a variety of different colors. Uh, but you you find um, 18, 20, 24, 24. 24 dragon scales of, of okay. various colors. Uh, you also find uh, a five foot length of chain and a small bag of salt and an iron cooking pot. Human-sized or cooking pot? Yes, human-sized. Human-sized or human-sized? Human. Yeah. <laughs> human-sized, not I'm burning alive. Human-sized. <laughs> so that's what you find on the bodies. And the caravan is waiting in the hiding spot you guys had sort of directed it to prior, uh, waiting for your word that the road is clear so that they can continue moving on towards Mirabar. Okay, I where we are now. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was a trap. You all planned, and the plan went surprisingly yeah, we, well. We, we, did, we did the thing right. And Firen did get almost knocked off his horse, but... 
Miracle is continuing to learn that spike growth is a very useful spell. Yep. Is there are no useless spells, only players that don't know how to use them. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So you all. So if I'm gonna have Red Hawk like circle one more time, make sure it's all clear. Hmm? Give, me um, a, give me a perception check for for Red Feather. I feel like I should have named this Hawk Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. Its name is currently Red Feather. Um, it does not. <laughs> It does not uh, see anything uh, on the horizon that seems like a threat. Did we already get dragon scales previously? I think there had been one dragon scale. Because I had three dragon scales on my inventory, and I don't remember where. Okay, from another giant. Okay. They They like to collect dragon scales. These apparently like to collect them a lot. How large are these scales? A dragon scale is typically um, roughly about this size mm-hmm. compared to a person. Okay. Yeah, I just dump all that in the bag of holding. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> and you yeah. return to the um, Having had Red Feather do a circle... Um, I'm going to give the caravan the all clear. Start pulling the caravan out. All right. And you continue on your way to Mirabar. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we do. The rest of the day, you, that that happened at the sec- on the second day. Um, and so by the evening, you guys arrive back at Mirabar. The gates open up, the um, the caravan comes through, the two acts of Mirabar dwarves that have been traveling with you escort your uh, prisoner to the uh, to the guard station, uh, and with you, well, along with, of course, um, and come back out a moment later with a sack of gold. Yep, for your troubles, thank you very much for uh, apprehending this particular individual. Uh, if you find any more bounties that we've put up that you'd like to claim, be sure to come back. Sorry. Of course. They have a bounty board? <laughs> no. I'll hand the gold to someone and presumably at some point we'll learn how much Ooh. gold it is. It is 5,000 gold. Okay. So... You have 5,000 gold. So 100, 1250 each. 1,250. And I believe that we were going to, or at least Miracle was going to help with the purchase of heavier armor. Did we already do that? You had already done that. Okay. Yeah, I feel like we'd already divvied that out. Yes, you had already purchased heavy armor. Cool. Yeah, otherwise I then I'll just add that to my gold total. Um, as you uh, um, as as you guys are heading, uh, I'm assuming you're heading back to the teleportation circle, or is there anything else you wanted to do? 
in Miralar. I'm I'm headed back unless someone has something they need. Not that I can think of. I've got nothing I need to do here. Uh, so yeah, you head to the uh, to the barn. Um, make me stealth rolls. Uh, every, anyone that's trying to enter the barn stealthily, because you do remember that it was it was impressed upon you that this teleportation circle was not necessarily here with the knowledge of the local authorities. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So everyone, make me stealth rolls with disadvantage. That one of you that is in plate mail now. Yeah, I, I've always had disadvantage. I've always been <laughs> um, wearing heavy armor. It's true. No, I didn't take that. It was too useful. <laughs> uh, Natural 20. So, firing, you're, you're firing clanks a bit, but the rest of you are able to sort of maneuver I mean, in a way that I'm it looks to, like... I'm here to retrieve my horse. Exactly. It looks like it's just one guy going in to get a horse, rather than a group of adventurers wandering <sighs> into a barn for some reason. Um, so, you don't draw any undue suspicion because of that. Um, and yeah, Everyone guys, always expects the best of me. I'm a noble. <laughs> true. So, you guys go up. You, you, you know, firing looks like he's, it looks like he knows what he's doing. So. <laughs> Uh, you guys climb back up, and the the dwarf that is manning the place sort of brushes aside the straw that's covering the uh, the teleportation. All right, where would you like to go? And please make it quick. It's this place we left from. Fuck, this was less than a uh, Everland. 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 Yes. Everland. All right, all right, step on. <clears throat> and uh, you all step on the circle. He performs the the the, the, uh, the spell. And the teleportation circle underneath your feet lights up, and as the light engulfs you, uh, sort of blinds you for a second, and then it fades back down, and you find yourselves um, in the Everland Circle. Um, the person that had teleported you off does not appear to be here. Um, instead, you you are faced with a human uh, mage uh, that seems to have fallen asleep in his chair off to one side. I don't need to disturb him. What was that? I said, I said, and no need to disturb him. Yeah. So you guys just sort of exit. Yeah. Uh, you were shown how to get out of the, how to get to and from this area, so you swiftly exit the tower um, and find yourselves back in Mirabar. I know it says Silverwood, Mirabar, but I read, but I read it, but I read the name of the forest that was right next to Everland as as a Sherwood, and I was like, <laughs> you, just, you just cut the ILV out. Yeah. I'll turn the ILV into an H. <laughs> right. So yeah, you guys find yourselves back in Everland. So, so what are you doing now? You have just exited. You have just exited uh, the tower, whose name I forget because I don't have. Everland. I believe we. I believe we had a non-criminal reason to go to Silvery Moon. <laughs> Oh, come on. Um, yes, the Moonbeam you... Tower, that's it. You just exited the Moonbeam yeah. Tower. Oh, it's... Yeah, I remember we, we had acquired a, a non-criminal reason to go to Silver. I, mean, I don't remember what the reason was. Uh, uh, was like, did we have a letter of introduction? It was uh, not for Silvery Moon. No, um, not for Silvery Moon. That was for Sidal Felbar. Um... You do have so currently uh you know that 
uh, uh, Miracle discovered that there were that there are certain libraries, certain more religious oh, right. libraries yes. in Silvery Moon that you could go to to research more about the Ordening um, and about what might be done to reinstate the Ordening. Um, there's also, of course, uh, potential magical items that could aid you in your quest yes. in Silvery Moon as well. They have the magic library about other people about religions, including other people's religions, so if there's information about giant religion, it would be there! Yes. And also, Zymorvin Hall is beyond Silvery Moon. Um, that's one of your next two goals right now. Also, we have to pass through there anyway. But mostly books. Books are a good reason. So. Okay, sounds like a plan. You all heading on to Silvery Moon? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, doesn't seem like we have any reason to stay. So as, yeah, as you, and also as you step outside, you do note that it, it is it is nighttime here in Everland. So uh, do you want to head out in the, in the night, or do you want to stay at the end until morning? How long have we been traveling? You guys have been traveling for most of the day. Um... <laughs> Everland is, Everland, Everland is a couple of hours yeah. ahead of where you were previously. That's uh, yeah. sleep, and then we don't have to start off at night. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, with uh, if if Farbolt wants to perform, you guys can get an in room for free. Yeah, I'll do that. But yes. give me a performance check. We've abandoned the play because it isn't very good. <laughs> The play's very good, actually. Yeah. We we 16. wrote it very well. Um, it is very good. It just it just doesn't play for many audiences beyond the one that you wrote it for, primarily because it's only a minute and a half long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little accusatory, and you know, <laughs> um, written specifically to accuse someone. Yeah. Uh, so you you get about five gold for your performance, and you all uh, manage to get rooms for that. You go cool. sleep. Mirabar, or sorry, Everland, not Mirabar. Everland is fairly safe. Um, it doesn't it, it for for a city that sits on the edge of the Evermores. Um, it also resides enough in the shadow of Silvery Moon that it doesn't tend to have a lot of dangers. And also with the active presence of the Harpers here, um, it is fairly safe. And you you all have a restful night that does not uh, that is not. Also, it looks like it's got some fairly high walls. That too. Um, you have a restful night that does not include any uh, any trolls scratching at the stable or anything like that. <laughs> and wake up in the morning. Yay, we live. <laughs> you live <laughs> through the night. I will not promise such things in the future. <laughs> All right. Alright, let's head out. You gather your horses, the ones that you had left at Everland previously, um, and head out on the road. It's a day to get to, it's a, it's a day to get from Everland to Silver Moon on horseback. Uh, so I need someone to roll me a D one hundred. On it. Forty three. You see a gaggle of ogres, no. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um. Where 
is that? So, you come across the so uh, roughly midday on your journey. Uh, uh, as you are traveling along the road, you hear the thunderous sounds of what you can only surmise to be somebody shattering stone uh, off to the west of the road that you're on, uh, towards the Nether Mountains, in sort of the hilly in the, in the hilly area there. Um, and it sounds like there's a lot of activity going on over there. Uh, um, do we investigate? Shattering of stone as in, like, dwarves mining or something really large hitting something? Something really large breaking something really large. I'll send Redfeather ahead to just sort of try and see what it is. Alright, give me a perception check. Okay. I'll send relics along with are you looking through Relix's eyes? Mm-hmm. All right, then give me a perception check. And I should note, Relix can actually see invisible things, if there are any. Yep. 13. Uh, perception, perception. Because you're looking through Relix's eyes, it'll be your perception. Oh, okay. Four. Hey. So, both of you, or both you and Redfeather spot a, a fire giant. Um, with another one of those massive adamantine rods that you had picked off the previous one <coughs> that you fought. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see it sort of yelling and whipping and, and sort of whipping it back and forth at a uh, what appears to be um, uh, four ogres, six hobgoblins, and 15 goblins as they... Uh, churn around this massive black obelisk-like piece of stone that they have begun to, that they are digging out of the ground. Um, Miracle, uh, when Red when Red Feather returns to you, he reports that um, it seems uh, it, it, it seems like the sound you heard um, was this massive boulder that had been just cracked in half, and underneath it, it seemed that there was a a uh, the body of a dwarf, a, a pair of dwarves. Um, okay. But mostly, what you guys get was is the 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 fire giant ogres, hobgoblins, and goblins are hard to miss. The only thing that the only thing that was there that was picked up in addition to that that Redfeather saw that Relix couldn't was the bodies of these dwarves underneath this boulder that had shattered. Uh, Alright, what's the plan? Um, uh, that the giant, seems like so, a war party. So the giant is very clearly not negotiable. Yes! Fighting <laughs> people who killed some dwarves, I get it. But there's quite a lot Random of them. people who seem to be lost on the road are a different story. Yeah, it did. It did look like they were excavating this obelisk or whatever it is. Um. um any obelisk? chance I could roll like history for what that might 
Did the Albus look anything sure. yeah. like what was that something nice like stone? this? Sure. Asking, I'll give that a asking shot. Kinvalar and uh, Miracle, was there that obvious anything like what was excavated at what was that nightstone? Um <coughs> so miracle I mean Blackstone Obelisk, that could be any number of things. There are references to Blackstone Obelisks in tons of books. Like it it you'd have to Look, there's only I mean, so many colors of stone obelisk and yeah. black is a pretty common one. Black is pretty popular. Uh-huh. Um as as Farbel asks that question, you think about it and, and think about what you saw and, and yes, this this sort of black stone obelisk with runic carvings in it definitely reminds you of the the stone at Nightstone. It would seem to match. Um, that one was pulled out of the ground by a giant as well. Could these mm-hmm. things be important to the ordning? I would assume so. Um, and I do seem to... The previous adamant rod was a locate object one pat the bag um perhaps they're searching for something underneath perhaps Maybe they're markers for something or perhaps they were searching for the obelisk itself yes that, um, it might be a rod to locate these obelisks so they can have their slaves dig them up so what's the plan um uh, there's quite well, a lot of them to take head on, so... Uh, Miracle, you're quite good with words. Do you know the languages of any of the creatures being enslaved? Wait a minute. Are we How just talking about negotiation like, with... after pre- Not with, not with the giant. Time? Not with the giant. I speak Elven, Comp, and Giant, Primordial, Orcish, Infernal, Dwarvish, Abyssal, and Sylvan. I unfortunately don't speak Goblin. Darn. Good lord! But you can talk to the ogres... Yes. Um, from what Presumably. you saw, from what you saw, the ogres were not enslaved. The ogres seemed like they were behaving as sort of taskmasters for the goblins. The, the ogres were so the, the goblins. Okay. The goblins it's also goblins possible that the goblins understand something other than goblin, given that they're being instructed by orcs and giants. Like giants and ogres. And also, most people do speak common. I just happen to like speaking languages. Uh, well, if we can take the fight to the ogres and the giant and maybe convince the goblins that either leaving or fighting back is in their best interest, that might at least cut down the number of bodies we have to cut through. Okay. I mean, this is my typical go-to plan, so I'm in favor. Uh, just as a reminder, there is one fire giant, four ogres, six hobgoblins, and 15 goblins. Okay. Uh, yes, having, it's not as having plan. Having 21 goblinoids on our side, I'm much more in favor than having 21 goblinoids against us. Yeah, if you can bring them to your side. Or at least Do get they them look to leave. Like... Well, what time of day is it now? Roughly noon. Noon. How far? How far into their excavation are they? Uh, you can't really tell from the air. It's a massive. It's a massive chunk of whatever. Um, you'd have to get closer to it to try to determine how much of it is left in the ground. Uh, 
because just rushing in there and going, hey, we're going to fight these guys, come along with us, I don't think the chances are great of them doing that. Anyway, of uh, trying to communicate to the hobgoblins. Hello, we're friends. Before. How would you like us to help you? It seems like you're in an uncomfortable position. Would you like something to change in your circumstances? If we can do that without the ogres seeing us, that would be great. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not Miracle, that's Aaron. I love that I can get you guys... Oh. One of the other members of the party That's is Ken Valar, not Jeremy. One of the other members of the party is a paladin of Ilmater. So. <sighs> Ideas? Um, I mean, on top of being the only one who could possibly communicate Miracle, you're also quite quiet if you wanted to try and stay closer. Okay, I can. Um, actually, I had a thought, and I'm going to send Red Feather up. I'll, I'll tell them to be careful, and if he feels like he's getting too close just to come back. Don't worry about it. But see if you can see if any of them are headed off routes that take them separate from the rest of the group. It might be easier to talk to one or two people alone. Okay. Give me another perception check from Redfeather. Okay. Hawk perception. Don't they have keen eyes? They do. They get advantage on it. They do. I forgot about that. Um... It was minimized, that's why. Advantage perception. Natural 20. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you you do see a couple of the goblins off to one side. Um, mostly so. Mostly, what Redfeather sees is uh, the ogres, uh, the, the hobgoblins and goblins tying ropes around the, the, the massive fragment, and the ogres preparing to pull, and the fire giant sort of overseeing. You do see a couple of goblins that look like they're over um, at the dwarf corpses, uh, ripping off body parts and eating them. Okay. I was hoping for some that might like be taking rocks further away, but I guess if no, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like there. Does it seem like that's a position I could get to that's sort of hidden? Potentially, Um, it would be. It would. It would. You could. It would be difficult, but you could. Um, they would not happen to be in a particular line shape, would they? No, they're <laughs> mostly uh, they're mostly sort of um, clustered around this 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 obelisk, tying ropes to it. It seems like their intention is to. Have so this is more of a system. fireball shape than a lightning bolt shape, pretty much. Um, yeah, I don't have fireball. It, it looks like their objective here is to have the ogres yank the thing out of the ground. Um. I don't know if this would be a survival roll or if there's even a common sense roll I can make, but uh, given how part. many people are around, assuming I accidentally aggro the whole camp, how fucked are we? Yeah. Very. Give me a wisdom save. 
<laughs> Very. Any wisdom save with advantage, because you've been fighting these sort of things for a while now. Nine! I mean, Kinflar can kill a lot of goblins. We can take him. <laughs> the fire giant and the ogres you're not so certain about, but the goblins are probably easy. Uh, okay. It's just um, the, the fire giants and the ogres are probably the biggest threat. Yeah. Alright, if them. you want me to go in, I can go in. Anyone, we'll else, be... anyone else that wants to make a wisdom saving throw with advantage can do so. <laughs> 25. Uh... <laughs> oh, we're fine. Lightning no problem. <laughs> Fortunately, it's a, the, DC, the DC is 10, so... Um, they the, were fucked if we try this! So, Kinvalar, you're, you're, you're thinking along the lines of, well, if we can get... If the goblins can be turned, then we can probably win. Because then we're just fighting a bunch of ogres, and the goblins will probably help there. If the goblins run away or if the goblins fight for the ogres and fire giants you guys are probably gonna die Firen the goblins are eating the dwarves which tells you they're not here under duress or if they are the duress that they're under is not so much that they would be willing to turn on the people giving them food um Farbolt this just seems like a really bad idea to you <laughs> Unfortunately, um, doesn't seem like they're in too bad of a spot if they're allowed to take a food, they're allowed to take a lunch break. Yeah. I don't mind going in and trying to talk things out, but I really think that going around might be better given they're not currently, like, sieging a town or anything from what we can tell. They're not they're even not. blocking the road. You guys just heard it as you were going by. We could easily pass by them, but it always seems like it might be important to resolving the situation with the giants. Well, actually, let me see. At the very least, we can see which way they're going to take it. We could possibly scout a little longer, or we could possibly see if we can start... What if off we creatures. set up and hid somewhere... somewhere where it's not likely they'd run into us, but from which vantage point a vantage point from which we can kind of scout. Um, we watch their movements from a distance, and either if one of the giants wanders away with the MacGuffin, or... What are, what are, you, what are, what are, what are your favorite terrains, Miracle? Um, they're, they're not bad. They're... Uh, sorry. It's okay. all of the changes to the character sheet I haven't quite implemented yet. Um, Forest and Grassland. Give me a survival check with advantage. Okay. Eighteen. So, you're thinking along the lines of of sort of scouting out and watching and sort of information gathering rather than engaging, and and now that you're thinking along those lines, um, this area is particularly hilly, but immediately opposite the road is a forest. Um, mm-hmm. And you could 
theoretically, looking at the sort of the, the height of the trees and things, you could theoretically get a line on the dig site from the trees um, that would provide you with cover to watch whatever they're doing without. I'm pretty confident I can to, set us up yeah. in the trees. And again, if a few of the goblins or one of the giants wanders particularly far away from the camp and we want to try and have a conversation or a fight, we could do it then. I, I don't mind running in, but it seems like a bad idea right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely don't like our odds of a fight without thinning their numbers. So I think scouting and seeing what they do with the obelisk might be our best option, because I feel like this is definitely important to what's going on with the giants, and what's going on with the giants seems like the biggest Ooh. threat in the region. Also, right if we're hiding, we could potentially head off any travelers headed in the other direction that might accidentally wander into a goblin bait, a goblin and giant excavation sign that site. says giant this way. <laughs> Here there be giants. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go that far, but so that work? That works? It works for me. Okay. I'm going to sort of track off to where I think the best places in the tree line would be. Okay. Let me have the survival check with advantage. Okay. 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, you, you, you sort of lead the group off towards the forest, and these are these are large... Uh, Silverwood has sort of large deciduous trees, um, and they they are very easily climbable. Um, so you, you just scamper up one, find a good sturdy uh, 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 branch... Uh, or or crook to sort of sit in and then just mark it off. Do that a couple more times, with a couple more trees, and you're you're with Byron's the only one that really would have a difficult time climbing. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you, Farble, and Kinvalar can definitely get up there and and get situated easily enough. Byron, give me a athletics check. Yeah, I- yeah. Byron <laughs> Byron has to struggle a bit to get up there, but he manages to get up into a. You find a particularly sturdy crook for him, and and all four of you get you know sort of tie the horses off down at the bottom, yep. climb up into a tree and start watching. Everyone, give me perception checks, and your, okay. uh, your pets can give me perception checks as well. And I'm actually sending Redfeather again, not not particularly near the camp, but just to scout the road in either direction, see if it seems like oh, there's a caravan of really oblivious merchants coming down the road. Yeah. And remember, Redfeather gets advantage on it. No. Doesn't need it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but roll twice anyways. For the stats, at least. Um, And I do not get advantage. But... Okay. Um, I'm just trying to figure out where this is real quick. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, you guys sort of sit up there and watch. And yeah, you have a very good view of the dig site from here. Um, you're up high enough and you can see this. So now all of you can sort of see the fire giant ordering around the ogres and the goblins and these ogres have wrapped the ogres and goblins have wrapped these ropes around this massive stone fragment now that all of you can see it more of like a more from like head on rather than above um you can tell that it 
is massive. Um, it looks to be, from what you can see, uh, it looks to be sticking out of a crater in the ground, and it ten- it looks to be almost forty to fifty feet wide, uh, and just dug into the earth. This massive chunk of of obsidian colored uh, mater- material. Uh, after a few good tugs, the six ogres yank it free, and it onto the ground. Goblins scattering as it as it does so. Um, and they just ropes over shoulders and begin to drag it out of the out of the hole that it's in. Um, as they do so, the goblins sort of pile up onto the back of the uh, the fragment as they drag it. And now you can see, yeah, it's definitely a good sixty feet long, um, uh, sixty feet long, fifty feet wide, uh, fifty or forty feet wide. Um, and these ogres are just dragging it like a sled team with the fire giant leading them on as they move away towards the north. Um, it doesn't look like they're going to Silvery Moon. It looks like they're cutting due north, uh, which is going to take okay. them, which is going to take them past Silvery Moon. And we get the map pulled up. Yeah, let me. He goes back on the north map. Um. So they are roughly here, uh, just just east of the Nether Mountains. Um, it looks like they are heading straight north. So past Silvery Moon. Yeah. They might... Uh, uh, watching them for a while, it looks like they do start to veer west. Um, so east. You're fi- or, sorry, east, yeah. Uh, so you do figure that if they're going anywhere, they're, they're, they're heading somewhere in this sort of the Silver Marches area rather than to the Spine of the World or anywhere else. I'm thinking, they're not going to be moving fast with this thing. We can potentially reach Silvery Moon before them and get some aid. You're not wrong. I don't think the elves would mind going off and killing a bunch of goblins. Might they find it beneath them, though? I don't know. This is more uh, your kin, Kinvalar. I'm less concerned about it being beneath them, goblins or goblins, um, um, than I am... them not willing to take the chance against the uh the ogres and the, the giant. giant and the ogres mm-hmm. unless we can convince them the value of that obelisk mm-hmm. it would be a different thing if they, the giant was headed directly for the town I, or city town I don't know city Yes, whichever word is correct. Um, For the city, I'd assume, but if they're headed past... If we go there, we'll need to convince them that it's in their interest to stop this obelisk. Which, if we can find someone in the library of giant knowledge who is, shall we say, um, has a stake in these... Events around okay, the order. It's not really a library of giant knowledge. It's a if library could... of religious knowledge of all various types. A library of knowledge where one might find information about the ordning. 
But if we if we figure out yes. what this obelisk is for, if that might anywhere, be yes. something. If we can if we can find someone who has a stake in the matters, it might be easier. But okay, figuring out fine, what the obelisk true. is might give them a stake. Um how much clout do librarians have? Make me a intelligence save. It depends. Are they uh, are they just librarians or are they elvish keepers of knowledge? <laughs> Five. I mean, the librarians of the college you were at didn't have a whole lot of power or respect. Also, my opinion is probably biased a little bit by the fact that I have significantly less respect than the others. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it, like college librarians, not a lot, of, not a lot of respect. No, I mean maybe, probably not. I, can I, we can, can try. I make sure. Um, nine. You don't <laughs> fucking know. I have no idea. These are elves. They're not. They're not. They're not typical human nobles. They're they're elf and and in, in human society librarians depends on the librarian like mm-hmm. yeah, like, librarians like the, li- like the royal librarian you know they might well, royal librarian maybe but like a normal librarian no um and if it's a if, typical if, human librarian cannot mobilize the city's army no if it but was you know, like, like a, if it was wizard like a, keeper of ancient secrets can but yeah that's that that's more on the lines of arcane scholars and librarian and that that tends to be a different level of thing. Let's see. Hold on. Mm. Uh, terrible ideas. Well, since they're moving on mass, we're, we're not going to Terrible ideas. No. Let's, let's talk while we're on the road, shall we? Let's keep moving. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I mean, we can outpace them. I mean, they're, they're not going to be moving very quickly dragging that thing. Give me a perception check for a bolt. Or is the giant helping them? 17. Which, if it was just one or two ogres, you would be right. But the combined strength of six ogres has this thing moving at a pretty good clip. They're not moving much slower than they would just be moving walking. That said, we're on horses. Yeah, that, that said, you are on horses, but it's not like they're going to take double the time to get to where they're going. I just want to make that How clear. important do we honestly believe this to be? Well, considering uh, either a cloud giant or a storm giant attacked Nightstone for one of these things, it seems like it's very relevant to the opening. A terrible, terrible idea. The, seem, the giant problem is. is the giant problem is currently the. Usually, you problem. accuse me of those, so I think that this is an idea I will like. So what do you got? So here's want? my plan. I will need a, I will need a night to 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 sort of reconfigure my spells. All right. Um. When I get the opportunity. I will cast mirror image on myself from what's the distance of this? About a hundred feet away. Cast lightning bolt on them. 
misty step, start running like a motherfucker. <laughs> Which is not the exact phrase Ken Villar uses, but it's Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> when my mirror images start failing me, expeditious retreat. And I will lure probably most of the lower things off. I mean, I can probably take out a good grip of the goblins and, and hobgoblins. And then the ogres are going to have to chase me down. And then you three take out the fire giant. Um, it's a, like I said, it's how a. How will we use that as plan B? Kite. Come up with a plan A. Hot shots at some of them and want them to run after us. I can try and hit some goblins from 600 feet away. I, How's I that? Have, really quickly. I have. More than enough spells to yep. keep them chasing, keep ahead of I them. I have some information oh. that Kinvalar has that I think Jeremy may have forgotten, which is fine. Um, the rod that you have in your bag is, is a locate object rod. And specific, when used to locate specific items, its range increases by to 10 miles. You did not inform me of that before. When, it, when used to locate adamantine objects, its range increases to 10 miles. I did tell you that. You might not have written it down. Okay. Is there adamant? Is there any reason whatsoever for me to expect that there is adamantine in this? He's the f- got a the rod. The, the giant's giant carrying one. Was oh, carrying one. yeah. <laughs> okay, so we will be able to locate him for ten in a ten-mile radius. So how? Plan A, let's talk to the elves first. It may, may not work. They may, may just go, whatever. Yeah. He's not coming here. We don't care. Actually, but- there, is a, there is a point to be made that if we can draw the goblin horde closer to the wall, the elves have to respond. No. Absolutely not. We are not bringing that force near Silvery Moon. Silvery Moon okay. would demolish this force without even trying. And what are the odds that a giant rock flies over the wall and slams into some civilians in the process? No. How tall are Silver Moon's walls? <laughs> Not that tall. Okay. <clears throat> also, what are the odds that, like, we get blamed for aggroing a horde that wasn't also coming there? Also, that. Because that's not... I, I'd more rather they send out a, a force out there to help deal with them rather than yeah, force their hand. I literally never thought I'd say this, but Miracle is making a lot of sense at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he considers that a compliment. <laughs> His player is very sorry. <laughs> Miracle just sort of <laughs> Well, if we're going if we're going to ask the Elves for aid first and we should do that very quickly. Um Okay. So let's keep moving. So you all climb down Miracle makes sense in many, many languages. Firing give me another <laughs> athletics check. You may you may get down. Without falling. 
probably easier to get down than, than up. It's much easier to get down than up, but you still don't want to fall. <laughs> um, and you guys get back down, get on the horses, and and head to Silvery Moon. Uh, my my plate my plate mail cushions me from bludgeoning damage. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not when it's the thing causing the bludgeoning damage. <laughs> um, you guys get on your horses and, and head towards Silvery Moon. Um, Silvery Moon on the horizon. Uh, yeah, so, Silvery Moon sort of is on the horizon for most of the time that you're, um, that you're heading there. Uh. But as you approach, uh, you see. I'm trying to find an adequate description of it. Um, I really wish people would like write what the hell your city looks like rather than just saying it's a city. Um, <clears throat> so, it's uh, an elf city. It looks very elven. You see a beautiful. It's actually. City. It's actually mostly uh, human. It's elves are mo- a lot more significant in Silverman than other places, but it's still primarily a human city. You see a beautiful, tranquil city where trees and gardens live in harmony with buildings, bridges, and sculptures. Um, it, it it's 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 a city in the forest, uh, in the silvery fo- in the silvery forest, hence why the name Silvery Moon. Live right there on the edge of it, where it meets the where it meets grassland, and it's actually built into the forest. There are many buildings here that are part of these massive trees. Uh, the trees themselves providing both canopy and refuge. Um, the walls are fairly decent and constructed, but a lot of them are woven from the tree line. Um, where, where there is needed, there is then stone added in uh, to, to, for instance, in areas of the gates and things. Um, a one of the large rivers of the north cuts right through uh, through sort of the middle of Silvery Moon, bisecting it, and you can see this on your approach as you guys approach from the south. The gates currently stand open. Uh, guards are not harassing many people that are coming in and out. You see a couple of caravans prepping to head south, sort of just outside the gates, as you guys come up uh it is it is approaching uh, it is approaching dusk uh, the sun is still out and you have sort of this beautiful um this beautiful pre-twilight sort of purple orange uh light settling across the trees and the city and making it almost it almost glows in this light um as people begin to set alight the uh, the continual flames that that light the city at night, um, this purplish fire that they like, this purplish blue fire that they tend to use, um, gives this magical look to the place. Ah, silver moon. Um, it's very peaceful. Are we just going to approach the? Do we want to just approach the guards? Uh, well, we can start there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was it's thinking the best if, way to start. Uh, Kinvala, I was also thinking you could talk to whoever, uh, if there's uh, some for like Arcane Library, mention something to them about, because this has to do something with the Ordning, so that, that might pique their interest. I mean... This isn't actually my city. I should point out. I can. Um, I well, no, um, that's fine. But they, they. 
a lot of the elves don't really take kindly to the half elven. <laughs> I mean, yes, I can talk to them, but I mean, they're not just going to say yes because I'm an elf. No, hashtag but not all elves. Um, but you are also uh, a wielder of magic. You're also a wielder of magic. This is true. No, I will. It's conceivable. Um, it's very possible that I've actually not been to Silvery Moon before, but it's very possible that they're. Uh, 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 arcane libraries are not elven run. Let us, let us, let's start with <laughs> the guards and go from there. Yeah, right. approach the gates. Yep, there's a couple of the. So the guards of Silver Moon are dressed in um, religious library. This um, what looks to be silver, uh, silver and green, silver with sort of green um, highlights uh, chain mail. Uh, the silver in particular it seems almost ethereal um, in nature, like it's made of something that looks silver but isn't. Um, and uh, it seems very light on them as they, you know, just sort of standing around with spears and, and helmets, talking with a couple of merchants that are bringing their goods through. And one of them sees you appro- on the approach and turns, uh, yes, how may I help you? Yes. Um, hello. My name is, is Kindler Rasmathy, sir. These are my uh, associates. Um we were wondering if there was someone we might talk to about a a bit of a situation that is um, uh, uh, similar to this. Uh, actually, where would it? It would be west. East. It would be east of here now. So yeah, a bit east of here, um, involving a a group of of, of of larger humanoid types giants and ogres and and the like uh, uh, carrying an item of particular potential arcane significance uh, uh, dragging it along give me a persuasion roll this may have some relation to do with the general threat of the giants that has been going through. This is why you don't have the guy with the charisma 10 do the talking. Five. He sort of looks at you. <laughs> if you'd like to file a report of happenings outside the city, you can certainly head over to the barracks. And he I, sort of, I, sort of, I sort of step here. I sort of step up. Uh, sir, can you direct me to the, can you direct me to your guard, Captain? He'll be at the barracks where you can form a report. Um, uh, where you can uh, file a formal report of whatever issues you're having on the roads or have seen. All right, I start hanging to the barracks. Are right. you following? Or yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, you head over and and yeah. As soon as you walk in, again, this this sort of ethereal beauty of Silver Moon hits you. This, um. Strangely magical and awe-inspiring and breathtaking views. Everything seems... Every building looks as if a master artisan crafted it. Um, it's 
strange, especially especially those of you that are from Waterdeep or from the Sword Coast in particular. In Sword Coast, everything's a lot more utilitarian. There are certainly there are certainly beautiful buildings um, and 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 and, asto- and you know sort of astounding sights on the Sword Coast, but nothing quite so uh, lavish. Not not necessarily. Ethereal? It's not even lavish. <laughs> it's just. Um, artistic. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. not nothing seems gaudy or expensive. It just seems like somebody took their time and 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 a master of their craft took their time putting this city together. Um, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> raised in raised in Evermeet. <laughs> Um, that you you do get to the you you do get to the barracks, um, and inside there's more of these silver and green armored uh, knights that are you know assisting civilians with with various tasks and filing reports. And there is a desk at, at which there is another knight sitting as you approach. Uh, excuse me, I should speak with the captain of the guard. And who may I ask is requesting his attention? Baron Altorian, scion of House Altorian. I just kind of hold up the, the document again. Looks at it. Give me a persuasion roll with advantage. As you are a noble, but you're a noble from the Sword Coast. Wow! Double tens. Hey, I will actually speak up then. Mm-hmm. I'll give it another try. Uh, and Kinvler uh, from Evermeet. Give me a... Uh, give me a... A persuasion roll. Advantage. Um, I mean, it is, it is a pair of seemingly important people showing up in the same group. So, I mean. I'm trying to think if this timeline is where Evermeet is now in the Feywild or not. <laughs> uh, I think. Didn't Evermeet come out of the Feywild in 5e? I may be wrong about that. I don't remember. Uh, 5e. Uh... Well, we'll give you advantage on it anyways for now. Okay. Uh... Natural 20. Save us from our poor dice rolls, Jeremy. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm the wrong person for you to ask for that normally. <laughs> so the 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 human noble from Waterdeep raises a brow. Um, the the elven the elven person from Evermeet raises the other brow, and he sort of looks between the two of you and the and the papers. Uh, um, I, please wait right here. And uh, he sort of stands up and walks of into a back room. Isn't it so nice to actually have clout sometimes? Yeah, I don't like I don't like relying on it, really. <clears throat> but when you have to, famous poisonous. Trust me. Um, 
after a couple minutes, the, uh, the a, a, a tall, slim elf with uh, long silver hair uh, comes back out, <clears throat> and uh, he's obviously his, his armor is insignia in such a way as to separate him from the rest of the uh, to separate him his very silhouette from the rest of the uh, knights, which immediately sort of places him in your mind as a as a higher station. Uh, uh, yes, sir. I am the knight captain of this barracks. How can I help you? Ah, uh, Captain, it's good to see you. Um, can I assume that you are familiar with the situation with the giants in the region? No, not particularly. We haven't had any trouble here, though. Uh, giant kin and the like tend to stay away from Silvery Moon, so... Uh, well, the rest of the region is having a bit of trouble, as it, uh, well... Based on reports from some giants that we have encountered and general appearance, the Ordning, the sort of organization of giant kin, has been shattered and the remaining races are scrambling for position. And quite frankly, the more violent races among the giants are causing quite a bit of trouble with the smaller towns and and townships along the roads. Uh, I bring this to your attention because we've spotted a, a fire giant leading a band of ogres and goblinoids dragging a an obelisk very similar to the one that was that used to be positioned at Nightstone. I say used to be because the cloud giant attacked Nightstone from above to steal that obelisk. It seems like these obelisks are very important, whatever is going on with the ordinary. And they currently outnumber our party significantly and like to request at least some aid in putting down this giant and their goblins to potentially retrieve an artifact that could help set the giant map. William, direct your voice more towards your mic. You're cutting out. Really? It's cutting. It's cutting out. I don't know what's going on. It is cutting out, but that doesn't I, sound like the mic. I. I mean, I. I got what you were saying. It just. And Aaron, you're muted. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, well. That all does sound quite important. Unfortunately, I'm not in the authority to to issue any sort of such orders to. Our troops, I could bring your information, or, in fact, I could bring you to uh, High Marshal Arasame, if if uh, that would Isn't that Kinvalor's to... last name? Miracle will sort of, like, whisper to Kinvalor, maybe we should ask if those dwarves were part of an excavation party or some company? Um, and yes, Arasame is Kinvalor's last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, High, Lo- uh, High Marshal Arasame uh, could... Direct, that was completely voice. unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> that is the last name I have used on characters in the past, and didn't I believe that this ki- this particular look? There's too many fucking names in these uh, worlds. You can't don't. check all of them. Well, as Fyron as Fyron raises a brow towards Kinvalar, who doesn't see the Elvish equivalent of Johnson. Uh, yeah, I, Miracle <laughs> just tells Kinvalar that. Um, mm-hmm. If you'd like, we can bring you to uh, to the High Marshal, my lord. Uh, that uh, would certainly be appreciated. I think getting this matter resolved might help stabilize the region if we can find out what these obelisks are for and potentially use them to help re-est- reestablish the ordning. Very well. Uh, if you'll wait here for a moment, I'll go and send word. Yes, no, I noticed that Kinvalar had the same last name as the High Marshal of Silvery Moon. Don't worry, I've accounted for it. 
Yeah, apparently that that character name was first mentioned back in 2002, and the first Kindvlar existed like night in in the late 90s. So what you're saying is they stole your name. This is not the first time Wizards of the Coast has gotten inside my brain and stolen things. Well, don't worry. I've accounted for it. So, uh, after about 30... You get to about 30 minutes before a dog comes back to get you, so you guys can have any sort of conversation you'd like to have. As fire and connected two last names together a moment ago. Um, do you know this this uh, High Marshal Arasame Kinvalar? Uh, I do not. Uh, my family is is large. Um, Long lost cousin. I mean, there are many elves that have left the home island, like I have. Um. There are some that did so many, 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 many centuries ago. For all we know, he could have come from Mithran or somewhere like that. Um, it's certainly not a name I recognize, or the, the person is not someone I recognize. I suppose we'll find out when they return. I suppose so. Um, actually, you know where Kimbler accidentally rolled a natural 20? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, well, while we're here, might as well just whoever is on guard duty ask if there's a dwarven excavation group. Yes, that's yes, been... that, is, that is what we're asking. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that would make sense. It's like Kim Valar Rassimate. Wait, that guy's related. That might guy might be related to High Marshal. Uh. Hang on a second. I have to kill a massive fuck off spider. Sorry, it was like fucking the size of these nail clippers. Massive. Ah, anyways. <clears throat> so, after about 30 minutes... Uh, sorry, uh, Farball, you were asking guards. Um, none of the guards in this barracks know about any sort of dwarven um, excavation unit. So that's not necessarily... Uh, that's not necessarily unheard of. They will inform you that Citadel Felbar uh, quite often sends, uh, sends uh, excavators out throughout the mountains nearby without necessarily informing Silvery Moon unless they need their assistance uh, with something. Uh, Citadel Felbar is just uh, basically on the other side of the Silvery Moon Pass from Silvery Moon, so they're they're almost sister cities. Um, but after so the the rest of this thirty minutes pass, uh, and uh, that night captain comes back, and if you would all follow me, please, and uh, of course he leads you out. Uh, out of the barracks and heads east. Um, as he walks, you all pass these you know, the various buildings and and to you, and miracle, you spot the library that you had read about, um, or that you had, that had just had read of the, the existence of uh, here. As you pass, and you eventually get to the east side of the city, 
um, where there is you're already on the east side, so actually it's not too terribly far away from where you're at. Um, where there's this large uh, crystalline uh, again, art, you know, artist rendering of a palace uh, that seems to be sort of the governmental seat of Silvery Moon. And he leads you all inside. And inside you are greeted by another group of guards. These ones, these, uh, instead of, still wearing silver, but instead of silver and green, it's silver and gold. Which sort of indicates some, a slight shift in authority, perhaps. Um, who then continue leading you on to a meeting room. Meeting room opens up and you see inside a long table with papers on it and a few people on either side talking at the far end. Um, it... You can only assume is High Marshal uh, Meth- uh, High Marshal Methramar Arisme, uh, because he looks like if Kinvalar was about three hundred years older and way more haggard. <laughs> um, the same sort of same sort of colorization to the face and hair, but it's sort of tied back into a proper military cut ponytail. Um, which elven military cut is very different from human military cut. Um, uh, wearing this sort of, again, the silver regalia that, that all of the knights wear, but his, again, separated out to, to uh, his silhouette makes marks him as different from the rest of the knights. Um, with a long silver and white uh, cloak trailing behind him and a very beautiful sword on his hip. As he's having this discussion, there are sort of helmets on the table scattered around at various places as he looks up. Ah, come in. The noble's coming to see me. We'll continue this meeting later. And the other elves in the room pick their helmets up, put them on, and, and walk out. And as they close the door behind him, he looks up. So, Is the title High Marshal or Grand Marshal? High Marshal. Yeah. High Marshal, my name is Farin Altorian, scion of House Altorian from Waterdeep. This is Kinvalar Arasame from the Evermeet. Yes, I had heard that my family name has made its way here from Evermeet. Greetings. Cousin. Uh, you can you can tell the way he says cousin. It's more like somewhere in the family tree. I don't know. Not like right. Exactly. Cousin. Not exactly literal cousin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well then, what information have you brought me? I suppose I should ask you the same question I asked your guard captain. Are you familiar with the situation with the giants in the surrounding region? We know that we know the giant activity has increased in the surrounding region, but again, they don't. As I'm sure my night captain told you, they don't tend to harass Silvery Moon. Our magical wards keep them at bay. Well, uh, the rest of the region is somewhat is having a little bit more problem. There's a lot of suffering being caused by what's happening, according to uh, reports from some giants that we've met that were more friendly. And our own findings, it appears that the giant ordning, the hierarchy that structures their society, has been broken. And giants mm-hmm. are scrabbling for position to reestablish themselves in a higher ranking in the new ordning to be established. Which is causing problems as the more maliciously aligned giants jockey for position by decimating surrounding regions in search for artifacts. We've recently discovered a fire giant leading a horde of a, a small group of ogres and a small horde of goblinoids um, in trying to haul an obelisk that they seem to excavate. 
very similar to the one that once stood in Nightstone. I say once stood because a cloud giant recently tore it from the ground uh, in part of as, in part of an assault in the city. Uh, we'd like to request a little bit of aid in retrieving this obelisk because it may be potentially vital in reestablishing the ordning in a way that is not detrimental to the non-giant societies as a whole. Your argument makes sense. It is clear and concise. And yet I find myself curious, what information do we have about this obelisk itself, other than that the giants want it? I, I point over to Kindlock. Can we see the rod? Yes. Bonk! <laughs> Four foot long yep. iron rod. I, I, rod. I hold the rod. <sighs> it, this item was magically crafted, apparently to track these, as it seems like every giant that we've encountered uh, who's been hunting down the obelisks has been holding one. I uh, mean... Very possibly, but and and I and the obelisks themselves appear to be carved. They they appear to have been created some time ago, as they seem to be buried in the ground, covered in ancient runes. Hmm. Uh, based on the based on the mechanics of this rod, it's quite possible that they possess at least some form of adamantine within their structure, as these rods are very adept at seeking out the material. I say, as I indicated, mm-hmm. for him to inspect. He takes it, looks at it holds up a hand, and you see sort of a magical glow uh, engulf his palm as he runs his hand across it. Hmm. I've seen one of these before. Hmm. Really? Yes. Tell me, what... What do you know of the term... Vonidod. What do I know of the term Vonidod? Yes. Give me intelligence save. Uh, but thirteen. My freaking. <laughs> Hold on just a second. The roll twenty needs to load. Because mm-hmm. for some reason it decided to shut down. Intelligence save. Yes. Okay. Not. Not a history check, damn it. That's the exact same as my history check, anyway. <laughs> also a 13. 20. Because uh, Miracle's don't, don't, actually pretty smart. Don't forget, you guys get to add 3 to your saves when you're standing next to me. Oh, right, 23. You add 16. 3 to your saves, too, William. I, I did. That's already in my save modifier. Uh, okay. Alright. 23, 16. Farbold, are you rolling? It's rolled. I have I have oh, a global save so modifier built in. Oh, farbold seventy. Okay, sorry, I missed it. I was I'm looking up information. I have to go yeah. back and forth between the journal. My 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 intelligence is ten, and I have no proficiency in it saves. All right, because I have to I have to I have so many fucking documents, you guys. It's not even funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So, uh. Kimvalar Farbolt, you, you, the name sounds familiar, but you're not certain where you've heard it. Miracle, you remember reading about this. Um, Vonidod uh, is a giant word. It means Titan of Death. Um, it appears, from what you recall, it was some form of dragon-slaying colossus. That the giants used in their ancient war with the uh, with the dragons, 
Um, before mankind ever walked the face of Faerun, when dragons and giants fought for supremacy, this was a titan crafted by the fire giants um, of old to specifically to kill dragons. Um, it was its its very existence has only ever been rumors and myth. Um, what happened to it exactly, no one knows. Um, but that's what you know about that term. Um, largely myth and legend, but um, Vordal refers to essentially a giant slaying titan. Uh, and like he'll just spiel off the little bit of professor speak yeah. before um, stepping back and letting the nobles handle it. Von and Dodd, the Titan of Death, was a construct, a colossus, crafted by the fire giants of old. Potentially of adamantine. Precisely out of adamantine. And as I look at this rod, and you tell me a fire giant was wielding it, I cannot help but have a name come to mind, the Rod of Vonidod. A item designed specifically to seek out the pieces of it. Well, that... That bodes ill. A terrifying thought. Indeed. And given the motivations of the giant sub-races in the conflict over the Ordening, a giant slaying weapon would certainly be... Or, uh, dragon slaying a dragon slaying weapon would certainly appeal to those motivations and the history of the Ordening shattered. Yes, if what you say is true, and the fire giants are seeking to vaunt themselves to leadership among the giants, reforging the Titan of Death would certainly be a method by which they would achieve that. And he this hands, makes, he this, hands the rod back. This makes me even more concerned about the giant that is currently hauling one of these obelisks east of your city. It is true. As with me. I am, however, more concerned about the existence of others. One piece of this titan will not be enough to forge it. Likely two pieces would not be. It was shattered oh. and dismantled. Um, but perhaps getting a hand on this piece would help us track the rest of its parts, or at least find out what the individual obelisks are for. Do not worry yourselves over this group. We will send knights out to we will send knights out to harry this fire giant and relieve it relieve it of its prize. I thank you for your assistance in the matter, though. In the meantime, I would ask you. Of I would ask that you continue whatever tasks you have been doing previously, and if you come across any further fragments of Vonidod, either report back to Silvery Moon or to any allies you have that can get that information to me, and we will send knights out to acquire it and prevent it from falling into the hands of the fire giants as we, as best we can. I'm perhaps we even more concerned to- at the. Oh, sorry, Possib- I'm perhaps even more concerned at the possibility of a cloud or storm giant knowing of these fragments and ripping one from Nightstone. Um, we do... Well, the purpose of it wasn't time. known. I can speak to historical interest in the obelisk. It's possible others would be similarly trackable just from scholarly speculation. 
Well, it would seem to me that you have an item very capable of tracking these, he says, handing as, as he hands the rod. We do. We do indeed. Um, and we do have the capability of contacting you if we find anything more. Indeed. All right, sending's a third level spell, isn't it? That I have a scroll for that I have not yet transcribed. <laughs> because I just noticed on my character sheet that, oh yeah, I've got like one, two, three, four, five, six scrolls from way back when. Do you need me to lend you money for that? They were given to you by the leader of the Harpers. Or the, the mage of the Harpers in Moongling Tower. You gotta take the mind, You gotta take the time and money to transcribe the. I have like twenty seven hundred gold. I think I'm good. You guys, yeah. you guys did just go get a five thousand gold bounty. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> if you learn anything more about this event, please send word. Of course. Well, I thank you for your assistance. Thank Kinvalar. If it hadn't been for my cousin's name, you might not have seen me at all. <laughs> well, that worked out well. And he sort of gestures for you all to leave. Yes, we head out. And as you leave, he goes back to writing something, and those two people that had been in there with him previously sort of come back through as you leave and close doors behind them. And that's when the camera stays in that room as they have a dramatic conversation right after we leave. <laughs> yes. Those fuckers need to... No. <laughs> so, you all are ushered out of the palace and find mm. yourselves once more on the streets of Silvery Moon, having learned quite a bit from your meeting with uh, Kinvalar's uh, high-ranking elder cousin. Um, and what are you doing now? Books! Uh, yes, I think we can make our way to the library now. Right. So, you make your way to the... Uh, there's this large library that you guys had passed on your way to the palace. Um, and enter in. There are, you know, there are various uh, elves and humans um, all around. Uh, no half-elves, Firebolt notices in particular. Um, also, you're muted. Jeff, if you're trying to say anything. Um, um, but you find yourselves with access to a library. What are you looking for? Well, primarily I'm looking for any research that is what records they may have on giant religion. Um, because this is the place where there would be any information that has been collected. Do they have any information on noble houses? Okay. Um, give me investigation checks. With advantage, because you're in a library. I want to also note that if there is information, I know where to find it, because researcher... Yes, yes you do. Well, what about the rest of you? Or the other two, I should say. I mean, I feel like you should start transcribing some fucking squirrels. Yeah, you can find you can find uh, a place... Oh, wait, that's intimidation. Right. Give me a second. Um, <laughs> because apparently I have a ton that I've been holding on to forever. I, think, I believe it takes an hour to transcribe a scroll. It ta- no, it's two. two. Two hours per level. Okay. I'm currently figuring out doing math. Okay, so figure out how long it's going to take you, what you can do while you're here. 
Farron? Um, I'm mostly going to assist in finding books about the Orden and giant religion. Give me another investigation. Give me an investigation with the Vengeance. If there's any that aren't in a language that he can understand, I'll hand them off. With a, with a plus zero bonus, I get one higher than the than the actual than the actual. It's good scholar. advantage too, because the other one was a one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking for information on the basically. I can't remember the the noble house that we were given the name of. The the noble house of uh, random chance that uh, has magic items that you want. Yes. Um. Because I didn't give you a name because I don't have a name for them. <laughs> um, okay. The uh, Noble House of Erasme. <laughs> no, it's not Erasme. Uh, Farbolt, you don't find anything. It doesn't seem like they're noteworthy enough to have a library entry. Um, not at least nothing that you can not nothing that you're able to find here in this library devoted to religious texts. Um, uh, Miracle and Firen. The two of you uh, do find books about the ordining. Um, a lot of it is information you already know, and you're sort of siphoning through that. What specific information are you looking for? Um, specifically, the same stuff I was kind of looking for last time I was in a library. Um, anything Scholarly speculation about the ordering, ordining, details about the ordining, religious pantheon what the fuck are we supposed to do books? Okay. With the augmentation of now we're looking at an ancient apocalyptic dragon slaying weapon colossus thing. Okay. There isn't much about uh, Vonadod in any of these books, and there isn't much about the ordering. What you find about the ordining pretty much is what you've already known. Um, giant society, uh, as such as it is, is defined uh, by the ordning. It's a caste system imposed upon giants by their gods, um, chief among them being Anam the Allfather. The ordning determines where a giant stands among his or her ilk, traditionally storm giants at the top, uh, with everyone then sort of falling in line beneath them. Uh, um, and so it's it, it, it has traditionally been... Storm giants at the top, cloud giants uh, one step below, um, fire giants and frost giants sort of tied for third, um, and then uh, underneath them stone giants, and then underneath them hill giants. And then every other giant kin is below a hill giant, so ogres and things like that below hill. Um, there is some talk about their gods, uh, about Anam the Allfather, who sort of uh, sees sees his giant kin as warriors first, and uh, based on what you know about what has happened, you can speculate, there's nothing written in the books, you can speculate that perhaps that the reason the Ordning was broken was as Zephros confirmed, because Anam had felt that his children had grown lazy. Yeah. Um, and sort of contented as we lose William, who fucks up my video cameras. As for what you can do to fix it, you, don't, you can't find anything, because nothing like this has ever happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no, there's no precedent for this. 
Um, you do learn a little bit more about the last great empire of the giants, Astoria. Um, it fell... Uh, it, it, so, you, you learn a little bit about the conflict between dragons and giants thousands of years ago. Astoria fell after a long and brutal conflict with the dragons. Um, what, where Astoria was is now called the Savage Frontier. Um, people have taken over the land since then, but that sort of is where that was, which which may give you an idea of where uh, some aspects of giant society might live. But um, ever since these, ever since uh, Astoria fell, they sort of scattered, and while they still, up until this point, obeyed the ordaining, they were they sort of had scattered to the four winds all across the realms. Um, all right. Um, mm-hmm. and sorry. Um, having found that stuff, I have access to a library with lots of details, especially religious details that I might not have access to other places. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one in what was the place we started where the thing had been torn out of the ground? Nightstone. Nightstone. Nightstone had an obelisk, and apparent Miracle did remember that there was some scholarship around that obelisk's existence. Some people who had researched it in various ways. Um, he's going to see if he can find any records of similar, either speculated to be related or just also happened to be black obelisks. Um, it's probably going to be an inflated list, but that's fine. Just Give me another investigation roll. Possibilities. See if you can separate because there there are a lot of reports of black obelisks. Uh, the, the question now is, can you yes. separate them out? Mm-hmm. Or at least get a list that I can be like, here's the thirty possibilities, guys. Oh. Um, investigation again. Mm-hmm. With advantage still. Thirteen. So it it's it's very hard for you to you sort of sim you sort of think, thinking back about the um, about the um, the Astoria. You sort of limit your search to the Savage Frontier, which is the north, which is where you guys are at right now. Um, and um, uh, extending a little bit further north into Icewind Dale, because Icewind Dale is also part of the Savage the Savage Frontier. Um. You're not there. You're finding lots of various interpretations of black obelisk or large black stone buried in ground. Um, nothing really sets them apart. You do find a little bit more information about nightstone, and there were there were speculation that the obelisk in nightstone may have been a part of some ancient construct prior. Um, you do find information about Vonidad. Um, as you're as you're reading through, and and the the assumption, the speculation that Vonidot had been this massive arcane creation of 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 adamantine, the sort of obsidian obsidian colored adamantine obelisks, um, uh, that that had at one point in time stomped around the savage frontier and had you know had been shattered or dismantled or some kind, and its pieces buried and scattered. Um, that person thought that maybe the obelisk at Nightstone was part of it. Um, Alright, so basically what's happening is Miracle is going around the library, 
finding any book that happens to be on Blackstone Obelisks, yeah. no matter how relevant or not, and handing them to Firebolt, just stacking them up <laughs> on Firebolt. Yeah. <laughs> or so you're 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 not yeah you're not finding anything that would specifically Whichever lead one is you to more be- places. But you do confirm that any other pieces of Vonadot you would find would be somewhere in the Savage Frontier. I was just interpreting that as the way by you just combining both of their names because you were just putting them in front of both of them. (laughs) Well, yes. If Farbold has not wandered too far... Miracle will also try and lay him down with Like, that fun. ship name has to be Firebolt. <laughs> <laughs> That's not accurate! Firebolt, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you, 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 while you haven't found any specific locations, you have at least confirmed that there is not going to be any pieces of Vonadod outside the Savage Frontier, outside the North. Okay. It was apparently it was apparently well, built, shattered, and spread in the center. Teleport all around the continent or something. Yeah. Like you're pretty certain, no further south than the High Moors, no further east than Anorak, um, and no further. Oh God, north, I hope not. No further north than Icewind Dale and the Ragged Glacier. Okay. So we're saying, hopefully not in the Sea of Moving Ice, then. <laughs> or or somewhere in the middle of the Sea of Swords, yeah. So you're, 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 you're pretty confident that you've narrowed it down to several thousand square miles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we have to cross Anorak, I think that, I think that we're fucked. Um... <laughs> Look, I've narrowed it down to the... In- in- Area. The hope is that we get enough pieces that they don't get them. We've, nar- get enough we've narrowed it them. down to the game map. We've narrowed it down to the entirety of the north. Which is important because you could theoretically leave the north. Yep. The big world. Faerun is massive. Yeah. Miracle is being useful. Yes. Prevent this them is from one function that one he actually fulfills as the game design would indicate. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Meanwhile, how many things have you scribed in Kindle So this is taking about, I don't know how this is taking about four hours. Two thirds of one. Miracle will gladly stay in the library as long as is needed. So with all the spells that I could transcribe I've got six scrolls. One of them is magic weapon, which I already have. And is a second level spell anyways. The rest are all third level spells. <laughs> so they will each take six hours and 150 gold pieces. Right. So- I'm starting with sending. And then he will just keep working as long as they are doing their thing. And so We'll say you, you can spend six hours here pretty reasonably. Um- okay. Before you start to get tired and feel like you need to go to sleep, because uh, you did get here at towards dusk, mm-hmm. um, and we did kind of push to get here. Yeah. So you 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 get sending done. And okay. Transcribe done, and as you finish writing, as you finish transcribing, once you've uttered the arcane phrase that moves the magic from from the scroll to the book, the scroll <laughs> goes up and very quickly burns Whoops. to ash. 
<laughs> you suddenly get sort of a mental image of why does it work this way? <laughs> She's like, that's just wasteful. Uh huh. Yeah. But that's how magic Miracle do. just sort of snorts. <laughs> that's how magic, magic do. You, you, you just hear Miracle's voice in your head going, this is inefficient. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yes. As he peers at you over a book a little ways away, and you kind of wonder if he has suddenly developed the Ghostwise Halfling ability. <laughs> uh, All right. This time, you guys are no. the, the library. Ghostwise Halfling? Ghostwise? No, I'm not sure. Uh, halfling. Um, the, the library is open 24 hours, so you can stay as long as you want, but you're all tired. Uh-huh. So staying any longer, you're probably hitting an exhaustion point. I mean, we can sleep. Yeah, you guys go, yeah. go do it in. We said eight. <laughs> Miracle might be totally falling asleep in the book. <laughs> if no one drags him off. Uh... Come on, Miracle, let's get you to an actual bed. But there's more stuff in books. The library will be here in the morning. <laughs> fine. Fine. Put the books back as best you can. and drink. I didn't torment my students with all-nighters. I encouraged them to torment themselves with all-nighters. <laughs> Drag Miracle out. All of you go to an inn. Farbolt. Uh, I, I, because, because Miracle's probably not awake enough, I make, I, like, take a piece of parchment and a pen, and I mark down the locations, like, the, the organizational, uh, the, the notations of all of the books that we, that we had been referencing so that we can get back to them quickly. Give me Three decimal numbers? Give me an investigation (laughs) check with disadvantage, because you are tired, (laughs) and you didn't find I haven't been spending as much I was just like, okay, this book, write it down. Yep. Put it back. This yep. book, write it down. Put it back. Give me an investigation check with disadvantage. You wait until now. You, you, you write down a list you're pretty certain is accurate. Your eyes start to wander a little bit after a while, and you're like, I need sleep. It's been a day. I got most of them. You write it down, put them back. Uh, and yeah, you guys go to an end. Farbolt, you're pretty tired. Uh, if you want to perform for your meal, then it'll be a disadvantage, but you can do it if you want. And roll 20 just closed. <laughs> <laughs> the roll 20's like, no. <laughs> Pay for your room. Roll 20's like, oh, you said exhaustion and tired? Okay, I can do that. Roll <laughs> says, Pay for your room, damn it. <laughs> I mean, you can't even do that without roll 20, because you kind of have to take the goal off the character sheet. That's true, that's true. Wait for Jetta, make a performance. And hopefully this will load up soon. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll roll 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 it for you. If I can find your character sheet in this massive documents... Wizards of the Coast. Bookmark systems, I feel. <laughs> um, uh, player characters. Where the hell are you guys? Damn. 
Yeah. I've lost your player characters. Ah, oh, there it is. Disadvantage. Performance. Uh, so you 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 manage to make about five gold. Uh, it's not your best performance. As you roll a nine, um, but you do get your rooms for free, um, and you all get some sleep. Yep. And in the morning, you wake up refreshed, ready to start the day off right. Library! A miracle immediately takes back off to the library. Like, I mean, are we staying here to like, do more? Right on the way out. <laughs> Running to the library. I, wa- I, wa- I watch Miracle run away and look to the rest. I assume we're staying here for a little bit more, for at least um, a day. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna have some business to deal with here for a while, I guess, for at least the day. All right, good. That will give me time to do some more transcribing. So miracle, miracle has a piece of toast in his mouth and is running towards the library. <laughs> Fortunately, it's a large city, so the strange tiefling barreling through towards the library does not set off any alarms. And Kimbalar is spending time. I right. make myself a healthy breakfast and begin to set to work to sit there in the tavern, destroying scrolls, writing and writing and writing. Byron, uh, uh, the next day or still? It's the next day now. Yeah. Um, help Miracle again, I guess. Byron slowly trudges after Miracle, who has already gotten to the library. Um, Farbolt, cup of coffee in my uh, hand, just. Couple of different things. Uh, what, are, uh, what are you stealing? I mean, doing today? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the first thing I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna look for uh, blacksmiths or something who might sell magically enchanted weapons and who might be interested in a trade. Uh, yeah, you can find uh, you can find an enchanter. Uh, basically, I'm looking for. An enchanted rapier, and uh, I've got these two uh, really nifty hand axes I'm willing to offer and trade for, like, a rapier and dagger or something. Uh, so you are offering two much cheaper weapons for two <laughs> more expensive weapons. I see, I see. Or at least the rapier. That's the one I'm most concerned about. I see. Um. So, hmm. roll me a D one hundred. Forty-nine. So you can find uh, two separate places that will buy these hand axes off of you. Nobody will trade directly, um, but they will buy them off of you. Uh, specifically, they will buy them off of you for uh, um, one hundred and twenty-five. Uh, one one will buy them off off of you for one hundred and twenty-five gold each. Uh, the other one 
seems to you a tad shady. Uh, like so, one of them is one of these is like an established business, like like on a street corner, and another guy is in a back alley. Um, <laughs> the guy in the back alley will buy them off you for one hundred and fifty each. And are any of them offering to sell? A re- I'm looking to see how much would it cost to get me a, uh, a magical rate. The guy in the back alley doesn't sell. He only buys. Um, or at least he doesn't sell to individuals. He only buys from individuals. Uh, the shop will uh, does have enchanting services um, uh, and enchantment on the level that you're looking to acquire uh, is 500 gold. Oh, uh, boy! Okay, we're gonna go with the legitimate guy. <laughs> so you get, so you get uh, two fifty. So you get one hundred twenty-five. Yeah, so you get two hundred fifty gold uh, for selling the hand axes, and to get a plus one rapier is going to be five hundred gold. Okay, that is certainly doable. Yeah, he takes your so he, he he takes the hand axes, uh, takes your rapier and and takes it into the back room and enchants it. It takes a while; it takes about a couple hours for him to enchant your rapier. But he comes back out and it's sort of glowing, like uh, not 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 visibly glowing, but there's just a keener shine to it uh, than there was previously. Uh, and it, it sort of takes on that artisanal quality that the building itself has. Um. And he hands it back to you, and it's much lighter so I, and just sort of hums in your hand as you flick it back and forth. Well, thank you very much. Welcome. And and second thing I'm going to do, um, the I'm assuming some kind of carriage house where the, we were told that the yeah. Let me look. Let me, let me, let me pull this quest back up again. They were supposedly in a. In a backroom carriage house protected by an alarm spell, apparently a separate building from the main building thing that guards did not typically go to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you find it's this three story tower in Silvery Moon that has a detached carriage house. Um, and yeah, you find it. It's not hard to find. You were told pretty much exactly where it was. Um, also, the family did have a name. Yes, the Margaster family, that's it. Um, yeah, so yeah, you find you find the place. You're sort of sort of looking at it from a distance. Um Doors basically closed. casing it, uh looking at it like standalone building, guards mm-hmm. that Um you don't see any what? guards, but you were told they were stationed uh, sort of in an upstairs apartment to do the thing, and, and it does have the carriage house does have like sort of a, an obvious second story to it. Um, it's got a sliding wood door that you would theoretically go into. Um, you can hear the uh, you can hear the sounds of two draft horses inside uh, attached to the carriage. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, mostly part of my plan is uh, look around it. There are people walking back and forth around the street, right? Yes, it's mo- it's about ten o'clock in the morning. Um, I 
there any animals around? I'm not talking like horses. I'm talking like dogs, cats, yeah. rats, anything yeah, like that. There are various types of domesticated animals. Just wandering about the streets? Typically possibly? with their owners. Because um, that's one thing I'm going to look around is just as they're wandering the streets to see how many, if if any, are there not necessarily pets, but you know, stray animals. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a lot of strays in Silvery Moon. Um, that may very well be because it's a city built out of the forest. Aaron, you're muted. Aaron, you're muted. We can't hear what you're saying. Please tell me all of the squirrels in Silvery Moon are designer pets. <laughs> <laughs> um, many of them are, yes. Um, but there's, there's a... Oh, I'm echoing in somebody's... I don't know what. But anyways, um, there is... The, the Silver Moon is built out of a forest, so you figure a lot of the stray animals are probably going to be in the forest, not in the city proper. Um, if there are, they're not like on the ground. There may be like squirrels in the trees that, that aren't domesticated, but they're up in the trees. Okay. Uh... I'm just going to test things out. <laughs> Not actually trying to break in, but um, but uh, when with the character, I'm assuming the the carriage house is pretty s- solid. You no, know, the doors are in very good repair. That type of thing looks like it, from what you can tell. A couple of guards walk down the street past you. Um. With the alchemical jug, just kind of with her mayonnaise. Okay. And basically, just as I walk by the carriage house, just I want to splatter some at the corner of the doors, or just just make, a, just a couple different places. Make and, a stealth check with disadvantage because you're doing this in broad daylight while people are wandering around. So yeah, you, you you sort of pop the thing off and just start wandering around and, and dumping mayonnaise out, and as you do, not like huge clumps. Just, I just yeah, wanna, yeah, I just wanna, you're still holding a jug up, and mayonnaise sure is dropping. Give me odd looks. Yeah, one of uh, an, a knight of silvery moon sort of steps up behind you. Excuse me, sir, what are you doing with that jug? Oh, sorry, uh, am I spilling? I. Not my intention. Uh, It'd be best if you would cork if you would cork your jug and carry on your way, sir. Yeah. Yes, of course. Sorry about that. Kind of put it away. He waits until you walk away uh, before he continues on his patrol. Um. Wander back a little bit later. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see if it's drawn any animals. Um, by the time you get back, it looks like it's gone. They cleaned it. <laughs> You're back. Which is entirely possible. Okay. 
Okay, no. Um, how far away is this? Like in the middle of the city, edge of the city. That's a prominent tower in the city. Yeah. Okay. Middle. It's near the river. Near the river. Yeah. Okay. Nope. I'm trying. <laughs> Just trying to see what their security give measures me a, are. Give me a. Um, give me an intel. Give me a. Give me an intelligence save with advantage. If I can't. See what you spot. What 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 sort of comes to your mind as you're sitting here? So yeah, you, you see, you're you're casing the joint. Um. So things that stick out to you as you just sort of lean back and look at it. Um. There is a second story. Uh, and there are windows on the second story. Uh, there is it is separate from the house and it is under the tree line. So there are tree branches that are above it. Um. There are horses inside attached to the cart. Um, you are near the river. You know that the whatever it is you're looking for, the compartment you're looking for is in the carriage. Um, and you know there are guards on the second floor. And that the front door is shut and that during the day there are knights patrolling the, okay. patrolling the area. I mean, they're patrolling the city, so. How many guards? Can it tell how large the apartment is up top? You how were, many guards? You were, you were told two guards. You can't tell okay. if there's more or less. Okay. Um, yeah, other than that, it's... Actually, the slightly shady guy <laughs> was does, a buy. It was also a fence. Yes. Does he know? Uh, can I see if he knows anything about this noble family? Uh, you go back to find him, and it seems like after talking to you, he uh, left. He took off. Okay, no, um, actually, just looking around, I'd be looking around town to see, talk to entertainers, bards, things like that, to see if they've known anything about this, this family at all. Give me an investigation check. No advantage or disadvantage, just straight no. flat. Oh. Just 12, so. Let's change it. Um... Yeah, uh, yeah. You find some folks. Um, they talk about the the Margasters. Apparently, um, um, the person who currently lives in the tower is Zamlin. Uh, Margaster is a female human uh, who is apparently a mage of some power. Um, not like super powerful, but a mage of notable of note of note. Um, uh, she has a pair of guards that are in the thing that sort of look at people that, that give people the creeps whenever they're outside. They tend to they tend to the car they tend to the carriage oh, and to the carriage house itself. It seems like they were hired specifically for that. She has other guards for the tower, um, but the guards for the tower seem fairly normal. It's, the, it's specifically the carriage house guards that give people the creeps. Um, they're not certain why. Uh... 
Yeah, and okay. Like the 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 ground floor is windowless. The upper floor is barred. The upper floor has windows, but they're barred windows. Um, she's a very private person. You get as well. Well, nothing on her reputation. No, she seems to keep to herself a lot. Okay. Other than that, then. Farble would probably just wander around a bit before heading back to the library. You'd just wander most of the day. Okay. So, uh, um, how long are you spending uh, scribing scrolls, Kindler? How long? It's, uh, until they come back. Alright, how long are you spending in the library, Miracle? 18 hours would be good. <laughs> hint, hint. So, I assume 18 continuous hours would get me dragged out by Fyron? I mean... Miracle will spend quite a bit of time in the library on... That depends on on whether or not we're actually making any headway. At some point, he will see if any of the curators or researchers that are specific to this library or local scholars, that kind of thing happen to either specialize in or have a personal interest in giant religion specifically or more broadly stuff that might be related. Um, so yeah, so you, 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 a couple of them do and you sort of push, yeah. press them for information. It doesn't seem like you're going to get much more than what you've already gotten though. Yeah. It, and mostly it's just like talking with other scholars, theory crafting, sort of enhancing his own understanding, yeah. but also sharing what he's learned and insights others might not have for his research. Um, yeah. Uh, also reading up some, if if there happens to be any, some of the languages he's gotten a little rustier on. <laughs> right, um, you, can, you can certainly do that. Most of the consensus you get is that, yes, the ordning being shattered is bad. Uh, yes, it would be good to have the ordning put back the way it was previously. Um... Yes, Vinodod is a bad thing that shouldn't be allowed to exist anymore. <laughs> Anything called the Titan of Death pretty much gets people in agreement that that shouldn't come back. Yeah, generally. Uh, generally speaking. Um, not much else. They, they, once it, one person does suggest that perhaps you'd have a... Uh, perhaps, the people that, the, perhaps the people that would know best how to resolve this would be the giants themselves. Um, yeah. Like a giant priest or something, mm-hmm. a giant cleric. Yeah. Um. But that headway made. Um. Really, miracles just. He wasn't. Okay, he was totally kicked out. So it's nice to just be somewhere nerdy again. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, he's doing that, reading languages, doing stuff. Um, Though at some point he will mention to Farron, so from here next we probably want to go off uh, that weapon that... um, the one that's the in, um, old acquaintance had. In Zymorvan Hall, yes? Yes. Yes, we should probably make our way there, yeah. Uh, 
We find everything we can in this library. Everything There's a relevant. Lot of books here I haven't read yet, but from your perspective, yes. Everything relevant to the giants. Yes. Okay. And we should get going. Well, give Kinvlar time to okay. do more of his wizardly things, but we should be we should be preparing to set out for whenever Kinvalar is done. So there's not enough time in the day to get 18 hours, but you do get 12 I hours. I disagree. <laughs> there's 24 hours in a day. You also disagree because I know how long you sleep. It's true, it's true. But I don't, have a me- I don't have a mechanical else. requirement to sleep 8 hours. Oh, wait, no, you only have to sleep 4 hours. That's right, never mind. Um, I would argue that humans in the real world also only have to sleep four hours. <laughs> yup. I would say that sleeping four hours is generally not good for when you're going to go through a harsh day of adventuring. Okay. Though. Yeah. I would agree, and I would also point out that there are 24 hours in a day, not 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everyone else comes back to the inn. And most of them go to sleep. I don't know what Farbolt does yet. Uh, and Ken Valar is still writing. Like, you guys are coming, yep. and he's just got a book in hand. There's p- several piles of ash on one side of the table, and he's just still writing. Still writing. Still trying to figure out a viable reason to convince Fyron to help on a heist. Yes, I'll... please, please tell me how. Please tell me how the paladin of suffering is going to help you on a criminal activity. Yeah, that, that, that's something. In that insight, do I notice? Um, this is totally up to Jeff. Um, would Miracle notice that Farbold is totally up to something? You make me a deception roll if you want, Farbold. No, you can tell he's scheming something. That's just—it's obvious. He, he's sitting there trying to figure something out. Well, Miracle's going to try and pull you away from the moral members of the party at some point. <laughs> as I, as with, with the group, he's not overtly trying to hide it, since he's, he's made his intentions clear that he would be interested in doing this. But, yeah, if you come talk to him, it's... Uh, what are you planning that's going to get Ken Villar in trouble with his old... Stupid cousin. <laughs> well, Stupid cousin. there's a few snags. I just look curious to see go at the how viable it would be to procure those magical items. Because mm. uh, they would, they you have to admit any any magical augmentation would be very helpful in our endeavors, especially if we're going to be dealing with giants. Okay. So what have you found out? Uh, it is guarded. There is as I told there would be magical wards. The guards, though, kind of concern me. Uh, they are told there's two guards there, but they're off-putting at best. There's something about them. Do we know anything about the family? Other than that, uh, the current head of the family is reclusive, not a whole lot. Um, 
that she is a she is a magical wielder. So as the... oh, you should have started with that. I am on board. <laughs> now, now that the thing is to convince Fire and to be on board with this. Oh, I have but, had moral arguments with Fire but my I my don't thing, know how we're going to accomplish that. My main Byron my, always has the moral high ground. <laughs> we could. I do have a. Hmm. You said the guards are cute, rapey. They're, uh, they're different from the normal guards. I couldn't tell you exactly how. Excellent. Fyron will be on board heard with destroying them utterly for daring to be different. <laughs> that's a that's a surprisingly narrow worldview you've got there. <laughs> I, Miracle's a fucking moron. Have you guys not noticed? <laughs> Miracle's an idiot. <laughs> I was Miracle's a nerdy idiot, yes. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. That's not, that's an over-exaggeration. But if we can find some, but Kinfalar probably still needs the next morning to recover from pulling an all-nighter. So if we can find some sort of evidence that they're necrotic or nefarious or other N-words that are not that (laughs) (laughs) N-words. Yes, I am an awful human being. Uh, we here at Final Show Films want to state that the uh, statements of our of our players do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the company as a whole. Yes, I am a shitty person, and I am really, really sorry for that one. It was in character, but not appropriate. It's okay. It's okay. If you have any, if you have any issues with that, you can, you can, you can message Aaron at, uh, at Sensaku. Good <laughs> <laughs> luck with that, because that's not what my Twitter name is. I know. That's, that makes me even funny. Um, uh, yeah. We need to investigate the guards. Just to see if we can figure out what they are. Okay. Um... Oh no! We've got to give Kinvalar needs some time. We're gonna spend some time here, I guess. How do we figure out the nature of the guards then? Aside My from person... saying, "Hey, Fyron, I wonder if those guards are anything nefarious. Could you just check with your magic? Is that a magic he can do?" I'm sure you can tell if they're, you know, evil or like blood sucking fiends from beyond the grave. Yeah. I mean, if we don't have a better plan, couldn't hurt to ask him that. He's probably not going to fly into rage over confirming that the sinister people aren't. I was planning on. Sinister. I was planning on trying to find a way to trip the wards intentionally just to see what their response is. I could probably ask some sort of bird or something to do that. 
Does that would um, get some like dogs or something? Cat, something that we can basically repeatedly set off their reward, their wards. I'm. I can talk to animals. I can't command them to do terribly specific things, but I could also. I think alarm spells activate once. Yes, but if they reset and just we can, and if and if it's obvious that animals are setting it off, that's what I want to do. Um. Often the reward. I don't know about repeatedly setting it off, but I can probably convince something to set it off once. Farble, give me a wisdom save. Repeatedly is risky. A save? Especially because I need to be reasonably close. <laughs> nothing <laughs> seems out of nothing seems wrong with this plan. Uh Miracle, give me a nature check. With advantage. Twenty-one. If animals were the sort of thing that would be able to set this alarm off, you figure they probably would have set this alarm off already. Was, I was thinking it would require if something it's different, larger. Though, if it's different from the standards, they're either used to it, or this is different from the standard spell, which would be set off by a mouse or something. Or the place is closed, so animals don't normally get in, and it would require human intervention to open the door and let them in. That too, uh, yeah. Or the animal couldn't get in, anyways. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's not really worth a ton to me, but if it screws over a mage, I'm sort of for it. Though screwing over a noble is risky, especially in a city. Oh, I wouldn't mind doing that, but the thing that I do not I want to avoid is a fight within the city. I, if we can't yes, pull this off, I agree. If we can't if we can't pull this off without a uh, without a fight, then it's not worth doing. It's going to cause far yeah. more problems. I'd say the one we ask Firen to check for evil. And if he finds something, he finds something. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. Um, yeah. Okay. Start from there. <laughs> also, you're bringing this plan up because I think he doesn't trust me to make good plans. <laughs> <laughs> um. So okay. Go to firing, and yeah, okay, yes, I understand that you're you're not big on the height, but I was. I like how you lead with that one. I did some checking. I did some checking on this family, and there are some shady things going on. Uh, one being their guards. Uh, I was wondering, you're able to um, sense the 
moral leanings of people. Am I correct? Of things uh, and beings. Human minds are complex. Their leanings tend to shift from moment to moment. Uh, no, I cannot it's sense more, someone's more, moral. I cannot sense someone's general moral bent. But, but I can sense are the presence of evil creatures, fiends, the is, undead. Which is something we'd like to to see if you if there's something off about these guards. I just wanted to make sh- see if they are actually, you know, maybe you know, blood sucking fiends from beyond the grave or something. Very well. Bring she, if them. this, yeah. I'll hear you here. Because all we have... How close do you have to be? I need to be... Wait, it's in my care sheet. Because all we need to do is walk by the carriage house. I mean, that's not going to cause any problems. I need to be roughly within 60 feet. Yeah, so we can just walk by. And if you sense something off, or if you if, rather if you don't sense something off, then we can ignore it. All right. So, do you three head out? Uh huh. As you go downstairs, you see Kinvalar still there at the table, still writing. A couple more scrolls or piles of ash to his left. <laughs> Just let me know how much, how long you guys are taking. I <laughs> <laughs> figure you're going to be there for a while, so. Um, and you head out, and you you find once again you find this this uh, stable. Looking at the Just to confirm. If you do sense the presence of something fiendish, you're not going to instantly declare combat on the city street, correct? Uh, no, that's not... I'm, I'm not one of those paladins. <laughs> not a vengeance paladin, no. If Xanatars had come out like a month earlier, I'd be a redemption paladin. <laughs> it is in Xanatars. Um, yeah. So, uh, go ahead, watch, so, what is it that you're using? Divine Sense? Yeah, divine sense. And I just take an action, and uh, until the end of my next turn, I can I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty feet of me. No. There's not behind cover. So yeah, you walk up, sort of past this carriage I house mean, and lean against. The if, wall. if if Xanathars had come out a month earlier, you still wouldn't have been level three when you when when it had come out. <laughs> um, and uh, you sort of lean against the wall and and activate this sense. Um, and you pick up two fiends in the upstairs apartment of this carriage house. He kind of laughs for a second. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Actually, quick question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I genuinely don't know how it works in 5e. Do you also ping miracle? Because no. fiend is not, You're not a fiend creature type. You are a humanoid. You are a humanoid. In Adventurer's League, no. In my setting, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. 
So, um... <laughs> you're very, very lucky. I'm still not for <laughs> uh, stealing from this noble house necessarily, but... Investigating? And, it, and it's certainly not uh, what you were expecting, but I, uh, I sense the presence of a pair of fiends within this carriage house. Oh. Well, crap. Which isn't a good thing. <laughs> but it certainly bears more investigation. If you're ready to Can fight a demon or a devil or something in between. Maybe once we have Kimball are back. <laughs> now you're less excited. What's the matter? <laughs> I was never excited for this. Um, I was excited for a library. Yes. There's a difference. Not excited about getting into a fight. But if this... Uh, Noble woman who, uh, yeah, if I hadn't mentioned it before, she is a magic user. You mentioned reclusive? And, yeah, and, she, and pretty much it's not much that people are talking about the family at all. They're most pretty reclusive. Okay, reclusive magic user and also fiends. I, I'm assuming we're walking away by this point. This is setting up a lot of flags, red flags of that's probably not a great thing. I'm kind of wondering how no one in the city's noticed already. Does this city not feel... I mean, I'm not certain if it would field any paladins, but... Uh, you haven't seen any. Do you ra do you randomly go to go around using your ability for with no reason to suspect <laughs> otherwise? I know many paladins who would have gone in swords who would have gone in swords drawn at the mere presence of those guards. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but they, they have to have. Would you have checked a random noble house yeah, that okay. if you didn't already have some suspicion something was off. If you didn't have a friend who was trying to burgle the place. <laughs> well, if, if Farball hadn't come and said, hey, these guards are weird, you would never have gone in Divine no, Sensitive. So. I mean, I wouldn't have, but Paladins of a different oath might have. Not necessarily. I don't know how regularly you can use that. <laughs> also, yeah, it's once a day. At will. At will, actually. Is it a Divine yeah, that, It will. is at will. Oh, it's like the old Paladin Detect Evil. Cool. But yeah, no, most people Except don't... for, you know, most, less broken. A, most guards aren't paladins. B, most paladins don't wander city streets going, ah, Tell me where I the evil is! I will find the closest are evil, evil to smite. Uh, you evil! No, I, would, you I evil. would argue that we that you have played a paladin that would walk through <laughs> the city streets going, Where's the evil? I have. Not most paladins. <laughs> most paladins who do that would not be allowed to continue wandering around the street by the city guard. Exactly. Also, it's possible there is no paladin here, just like most most churches don't actually have clerics. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, this has not particularly been pinged on any paladins' radars yet, presumably. Correct. Presumably, but... Or they did and were never heard from again. Back <laughs> to Because they were more of the Vengeance Paladin and just kind of went in immediately. <laughs> we don't know. Anyways. Um, unless uh, someone in the 
different circles that I run in knows anything about them. Uh, so, do you you head back to the tavern to inform Kinvalar? I assume. Sure. Yeah. I so, walk into the door. Hey, Kinvalar. They, you know that house. So I've gotten. I've, uh, that that's a full day's worth, right? Yeah, you'll have you'll have at this point gotten your full eighteen hours worth of stuff. Okay. Cool. So, as you guys walk ah, in, finishes. Ah. And then just fire and just kind of walks up. Hey, Kinvalar, you know that house they wanted to burgle? I didn't want to burgle it. Yes. I did. <laughs> I, uh. They were pulling me in just to try and convince me that the guards were at least worth investigating, and, uh, while I don't give them any credit for this, I did actually sense fiends within the carriage house. Sure, don't give me really? credit for asking you to check. Yes, I, I sensed a pair of fiends within the carriage house. I told you they were funny. Well, that sounds like something we should inform the, the city guards of. I'm glad you agree with me. Question. <laughs> I Under no circumstances. <laughs> Question. I'm assuming that's not legal here. Generally speaking, no. But then again, neither is just vigilante running into a noble's house with blades drawn. I'm not suggesting running into a noble's house with blades drawn. I'm just hoping we don't go, hey, city guard, they're doing this thing. And the city guard goes, yeah, that's totally acceptable. No, generally speaking, having fiends on the premises is not acceptable in most cities. Fair enough. I don't know. The the guards wouldn't be the people to, to tell about this. If the guards take care of the fiends, great. I don't think so. What do you do? Keep the magic items as a reward, but okay. Who's talking about a reward? They're going to get rid of the guard. They're not going to confiscate their carriage. (laughs) Miracle heaves a mighty shrug and lets the nobles do their thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So go, let's have so go tell the guards. So at the moment, the fiends haven't actually attacked anything yet. So I'm assuming they're using the place as a base of operations. So we probably got time to actually rest for the evening and go report to the guards in the morning. Mm-hmm. They probably won't be harming any innocents over the unless the there's. I don't necessarily know how likely is it that the fiends would sense that they had been discovered or detected. Generally speaking, um. It, Senses like mine are not invasive. They are perceptive, if that if that makes any sense. Fiends have a certain aura that they emit that I pick up on, not that I'm searching for their aura. I, I didn't interact with them, they interacted with me, if that makes any sense. That's fair enough. I'm a tracker, I know what that means. Um, yeah. Sleep for the night. Okay. So you all bed down for the evening, get your full night's rest. Kinvlar now has a bevy of new spells in his book. Um, and you awake the next day. All right, well, Kinvlar, shall we go report some fiends to the guards? Mm-hmm. All right, you 
guys go to the guard barracks, you fill out a report. Um, they seem quite perturbed by this fact, uh, especially because... I'm a paladin. I have confirmation powers. Well, no, no, not, not, <laughs> not just that, but yeah, no, no. Why Summoning fiends in the city... A is definitely against rules and codes of conduct. B shouldn't be possible. The magical wards around Silvery Moon mean that such summoning spells can't happen. So that means that they snuck them in. A uh, not which, good. <laughs> um. So yeah, a a a group of uh, the Silvery Moon knights are immediately dispatched. Um. To the to the premises first, going into the tower and and apprehending the the mage who comes quietly, um, expecting uh, her to her ability as a noble to circumvent such trivialities to uh, keep her out of jail. Um, the, uh, the the knights then enter into the warehouse, and I'm assuming you guys are sort of watching the proceedings. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I, 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 I have ten gold on the fiend. <laughs> I, I I offer my services as a paladin to track down the fiends. Yeah. Um, they, the knights enter, and, and you, you know that they have, they have, they don't have paladins, but they do have eldritch knights among their, among their number. Um, and, um, they enter into the, 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 uh, carriage house, and just sort of indicating for you all to stay outside. Um, they... I, I does my divine sense tell me the fiend is still on the second floor? Yes. I let the, I let the eldritch knights know. Yeah. They, this they, is ascend, they ascend to the, the equivalent floor. of sitting there with popcorn and sitting across the street watching the show. So, Farble, as they ascend to the second floor to either arrest or drive out whatever fiendish uh, creatures are up there, what are you doing? Um, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> This is for me. Okay. <laughs> Temptation. Uh, no, he's going to sit across the street and watch the show. Okay. If I had a road lower, then my... <laughs> the sounds of combat are heard um, and quickly squelched because there were six eldritch knights that went upstairs. Um, Hi, have six fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you do see that is high level Aldrich Knight. You 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 do see uh you you do see one of the barred windows explode outward as a winged fiend uh is thrown from the second floor and hits the ground, and you immediately recognize it firing as a cambion. Ah, deal maker! I go for it with a sword. <laughs> uh, it's dead. Okay. And his body it hits the ground, and as the last bit of breath escapes it. Its body sort of begins to dissolve uh, in smoke and fire. I need to um, stop taking the long bets. Uh, <laughs> and after a while, the six uh, Eldritch Knights come back out because the guards of Silver Moon don't fuck around. Uh huh. Um, they come back out and uh, leave the leaving the carriage house open for now. Head over towards the tower to. Uh, uh, search it for any additional potential uh, hostilities. If any of them are hurt, I'll offer my services as a heal caster. Oh yeah, they will, uh, they will gladly take advantage of uh, heals. I, I I open up my uh, divine senses again. I saw the one fiend. I'll use Goodberry. Um, yeah, so that one's dead. Yeah, it's gone. Okay. That's uh, 
Let me see how much good buried cast at second level. Um, I've also got 40 points of lay on hands to distribute. If any, I'll use good berry, so that's 10 points yeah. that they so can. Between the two take. of you, between the two of you, you help heal them while they're being healed and, and sort of heading towards the other thing. Farbolt, what are you doing? Um, while they're distracted. First, mage ha- is the door locked. The the carriage the, the the carriage door. Yeah, it's closed. You can't tell if it's locked or not. You're you're on the other side of the street right now. The the door to the carriage house is open, wide open. You can clearly see the horses in the carriage. Walk over so where I can see inside. Mm-hmm. Um. Mage hand. So this ethereal blue mage hand vroom, appears next to the carriage while they're uh, helping the guards. Uh, I should point out an arcane trickster. Is I can make it invisible. Oh yeah, it's, I can make it invisible. Invisible, an invisible mage hand manifests next to the door. Um, you try the door. Try the door. Click, click. It opens. Now, is there... Carriage is open. Carriage is open. We were told where... Were we told where the secret compartment was? Under or the just pass- there was... Under the passenger seat. Um, try to use the mage hand to flip open the... Yeah, you can, you can open the compartment, but and there's a large box inside. Uh, how heavy is it? Uh, can can the too hand heavy, too heavy for the mage hand to carry? Um, oh boy, we're in broad daylight, aren't we? You are, but the guards have sort of cordoned off the area and are currently heading over towards the tower. So, you so the person most likely to notice is probably Kindlar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> much. First, um, um. Leaning up against the wall. Don't both of you, don't, don't you have a mate? Don't you have a bag of holding? Yes, I do. With, but I first have to get in there without being seen. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, silent image. Basically, an image of myself leaning against the wall and then sneak in. Give try to self, stealth. Give me a stealth check. Pay no attention. Is my passive perception, <laughs> or should I roll perception? Uh, were you paying attention to to Farbolt, or were you just sort of watching the proceedings? Mm. Well, unnatural twenty. I mean, twenty six. <laughs> natural twenty. Oh, twenty six. It's a twenty six. Twenty six. You rolled a sixteen. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll be honest. It probably probably wasn't specifically looking out for him. Were you like keeping an eye out for any other threats or anything? Probably. Give me a perception roll. Okay. I mean, my uh, I would even a natural twenty would put me at twenty two, but wisdom is my dump stat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you see far. You, you're, you're sort of scanning. 
And you see Farbolt leaning against the wall, and you keep okay. standing, and you see Farbolt leaning against the wall. Cool. Do not mind the suspiciously silent and still image of Farbolt leaning against the wall. <laughs> he walked, he like walked across and was leaning against, he wasn't, he didn't go yeah. inside the carriage house, so. You're like, okay. The silent image can move. Uh, it can far- shift. So Farbolt, you're uh... Um, getting there, I'm just stuff it into the bag, not opening it, not looking at it, stuff it into the bag. It does, however, make no noise when it moves. <laughs> it's a silent image. It is, it's true. But yeah, you, you shove this bag into, shove this box. It's pretty heavy when you pick it up and you, you toss it in. Um, uh, pretty long as well. Uh, but it, it fits in the well, bag of holding, so. Close everything up, then go back to leaning against the wall. Another stealth check. And this is going to be against the uh, perception that Kindlar has already rolled. Um, so Kindlar, Barely. You're, you, you're, you're sort of <laughs> yes. scanning, and for just a second, you think that there's two barbolts, <laughs> and you sort of look back over, just sort of like clarify. You do like a double take, and you do the double take, and it's just Farbolt leaning against the thing. Hmm. Okay, that was weird. Um, but yeah, you. You all sit there and watch as the, the guards finish clearing the tower, come back down, thank you for your efforts, and actually hand a bag of gold over to Fyron. Yay! How uh, much gold is there? They head off. 500 gold. Sweet! Or, or <laughs> information leading to the apprehension of somebody who snuck fiends into Silvery Moon. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you all have done a good... You have done your good deed today. Okay. Asterisk. <laughs> the fact that we did something else besides the good deed does not negate the fact that we did a good deed. So what are you all doing? Uh, well, guess that takes care of that. Um, Farble kind of looks into the carriage house and gives a uh, looks at the guards. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's putting putting on the active. Uh, I wish I could have gone in there. Give me a performance check. Can I roll insight? Yes. Yes. I'll I'll roll insight. insight. <laughs> can I'll roll Six. Insight. Seems convincing to me. Seems legit. Twenty-two. <laughs> Seventeen. Uh, Seems legit. That was a nineteen. So Jeff rolled a nineteen. Yeah. And everyone rolled beneath. So yeah, no it. Farbolt seems genuinely torn up that he can't go in and steal shit. <laughs> and you all head back to the tavern, head out of the city. What are you doing? So well, I believe we need to head to the Morven Hall, but we should get rest first because it's late in the evening. Oh, no, oh, it, no, we wait. You, you waited. Yeah, you waited. We wait until the morning. Um, so it's still morning. I mean, well, we should head, we should head out to the Morven Hall then. And Valar, you look like you got a headache. <laughs> I mean, thank you for calling out that I have a headache. <laughs> um, <laughs> weren't sure if it was in character or not. <laughs> no, no, that was not in character. <laughs> um, yeah, no. But... All right, so you guys head out to the north. At any point in time, uh, it's going to be uh, about two days to Zymorvan Hall. At any point in time, do you look at the stuff you stole, Farbolt? Uh, 
Um, yeah, sometime at night when we're taking turns doing watch. Okay, so on on one watch, you you pull out this box and open it up, and inside, <coughs> inside you find a set of full plate mail made of that same sort of silvery-looking material that the Silvery Moon Guard's armor is made of. It's much lighter than plate mail normally is. It's very, almost, tra- like, very sort of ethereal-looking. Um, it's a full plate. Uh, you also find a saddle of some kind. Uh, that A saddle that looks like it's been embroidered with um, with, with arcane markings. Um, a backpack that also looks to have been inscribed with arcane markings and a necklace with several small red beads all over it. Those are the four items. What was that? You're pretty certain you're going to have to get Kinvalar or somebody to identify these, but you can, but you can, but not at the moment, and stuff them all back into the into my back. All right, all right. And we're gonna go ahead and call an end to it there. It's a couple minutes early, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna approach uh, we're gonna approach the Morven Hall uh, fresh next week. So say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>